Hello, beloved. You are welcome to today's episode. Guess what? You have fasted for seven days and today is your eighth day. Well done. You know, your sacrifice is seen in the kingdom realm of God and even in the dark realm. And the great thing is that you are doing great exploits as you fast. You are changing things. You're drawing the attention of the Lord is seen in heaven and it's effective. And of course, if you see through the scriptures we have gone through during the course of this fast, you see that fasting also draws the kingdom of darkness, right? Satan is interested. He wants to see if he can obstruct what you've achieved during the course of your fast. So I encourage you to stay your course, stay focused, Stay prayerful. Do not engage. If somebody is coming with, you know, sometimes it may seem harmless, but I believe you're very sensitive now. You can tell when somebody is trying to rile you up or trying to create a scene where you will engage negatively. And who gets to lose? You. Nobody else but you. So I just want to throw that out there as you fast. Be very careful because there's a lot going on in the spirit realm. And you want to get the full benefit of what is yours. So today, I'm going to help us go through some mysteries. And you'll find this whole talk on mysteries about you. You who is engaging in a mystery. Because I believe fasting is a great mystery. It really affects things in the supernatural. Things that are difficult to change in the natural can be changed in the spirit realm through fasting. And that's a mystery that we are yet to unlock, but we see this recurrence over and over and over. You know, you see not even just Jesus, but even in the Old Testament, when Solomon had built this temple unto the Lord and it was being dedicated and Solomon gave this big offering and prayed in the temple, and scripture says fire came down. These people knew how to call fire down, right? Later on, we encounter a man like Elijah who also called fire down upon the sacrifice. But this was what happened. You see that in Second Chronicles 7. When Solomon had finished praying, fire came down from heaven and consumed the burnt offering and the sacrifices. And the glory of the Lord filled the temple. The glory of the Lord filled the temple. It's a very powerful thing. When you engage the glory of the Lord and fire comes down, it fills the temple. And yesterday when we had our Saturday morning prayers, we literally felt the fire of God come upon our offering. I am used to it. Once I'm in the spirit, once I'm in prayer, I burn from within. I begin to burn and you see me sweating and I'm burning. And not even just that, later on, when somebody was praying over me and everywhere was cool and I just started burning again. So there's something to be said about the kingdom of God. It's a kingdom of fire. And when you engage this kingdom and you are just praying unto God, his fire comes upon you. And it's a mystery that takes place in the spirit. So I encourage you as you fast, pray. Pray and receive the fire. Let the glory of God come upon you. Let it begin to reset your mind. Let it begin to transform you in ways that you can't even tell. But you will see the after effects. You will see how you begin to change. You will see your level of comprehension concerning matters change. 
You will see your reaction to things change. You will see the triggers that have pulled you into bad places in the past. You will see that you no longer respond to them. I say, I say they are no longer powerful enough to make you their clients anymore. So they've lost the client there. You know, fasting creates this scenario. And we see later on that the Lord told Solomon in that same chapter of Second Chronicles 7, 14, he said, if my people who are called by my name, these are God's people. Are you God's person? Do you call on his name? will humble themselves. Part of fasting is humbling yourself before the Lord. You know, in the past, they will come in dust and ashes. They will strip themselves of the glamorous clothing. You know how they dressed in those days? Flowing garments, even the men, they were nothing like pants. Everybody had wore flowing garments and, you know, a sash on the waist and the ladies covered up with beautiful veils from their head to their neck to their waist. Everything was very uniform. You could see that there was a certain way that everyone dressed and that was to be expected. But when you fasted, now you're wearing sackcloths. Now you have all this dust on you. Now that's a very lowly state to be. Well, you know, all of that, they matter because you were not engaging anything in the physical. Rather, you were declaring that you were not nothing but dust. And so you are coming before a great and mighty God who created you out of dust. So there was nothing to fund before this God, but to say, I come repenting from all my sins and all my evil and wicked ways. I come as dust. You are the one who makes me who I am. So it's a place of humility. And he goes on to say, these are the words of God. You know, I always say that it's one thing to Read about the story in the Bible about what this person said and King this said this and Paul said this. Of course, most of the time, these were words that were inspired by the Holy Spirit. But when you hear that God said something, I say, think again, you know, make sure you're making that relevant to you because when he says something, it's not just to that person. That is the thought process of God. And God is revealing to you how he thinks. And not only is it his thought process, it is how the laws he set in place operate. It is how heaven operates. It is how the spirit realm operates. And if he is telling Solomon something like this, it's not relegated to that time period alone. It is the same for all time. Fasting never changed them, never changed when Jesus did it. It doesn't change now that we do it. And then he continues to say that if this people of his, which you and I are, if we will humble ourselves before him and pray, no, praying is humility. You're not saying that you can do all these things. You're coming to him to ask him to do something. Praying is petition. You are petitioning God that what is possible in heaven can be done on the earth. And you're giving him legal rights to the things you want done here on the earth. Because God will not come and force things. He says here, as I continue to read, and if they seek my face, as you're fasting, not only are you praying, you're seeking God's face. Say, God, what is your plan for my life? God, what do you want me to do? God, how can I be kingdom focused? And this is a great year to align yourself 
because God wants you to think like he thinks. He wants you to understand the things of his kingdom so that you can align with his kingdom and get the blessings out of it. See God's face. Say, Lord, I want to see you. Lord, I want to know your heartbeat. I want to behold my papa. I want to know what pleases you. I want to align with you. I don't want to ever leave your presence. I don't want to ever find that I am far away from you. I just want to stay close. Every day, every night, I want my face to be before you. Whether I'm working, whether I'm cooking, whether I'm running errands, whether I'm closing business deals, whatever it is, may I be seeking your face. And I tell you, when you make up your mind during your fast to constantly seek God's face, you will find that his face is before you through all of the things you do. You know, you might just get a weird call from somewhere or you may find yourself in a place you've never been before and you will know exactly what to do because his face will be all over it. You see, when your face is before God, you are seeing what he's seeing and he is seeing what you're seeing. It's like a mirror. Everything in the background is in view for the other person to see. So not only is he just looking at your face, he's looking at all the things around you, everything in your background. What is in Nadia's background? Oh, she's before me and I'm before her. So I'm sorting it out. So it's just an instant wisdom, instant knowledge, instant word to apply to that situation. You know how to back out of a tight corner. You know how to make sure that you don't get yourself in a tight corner either. Praise God. And he said that if they turn from their wicked ways, how can you see God's face and not turn from your wicked ways? Because your face is before God. Wickedness is on the opposite side. And so if you're looking at the one who is not wicked, who is all loving, who is all holy and righteous and full of goodness, how can you be facing the other way? No, you're completely turned from wicked ways. You're turned from the wicked one. You're turned from his nature. You're focused on the nature of the one you are beholding. And so this is what it means to see God's face. His nature begins to rub off on you. His will begins to rub off on you. Because you're looking into him like the mirror. You are constantly being transformed. Second Corinthians 3, 18 says, And we all, this is you and I, the people of God, as with unveiled face, seeing as in a mirror the glory of the Lord, are progressively, as you're fasting every day and looking unto the Lord, as in a mirror the glory of the Lord, you are progressively being transformed into his image from one degree of glory to an even more glory, which comes from the Lord, who is the Spirit who is the spirit. If you ever wondered why we have spirit talks with Nadia, you can just get the scripture and begin to underline how many times the spirit is spoken about. It's incredible. And God is always referred to as a spirit and he made you in his image as a spirit being. So when you are fasting, you as a spirit being is looking into the face of God. You're looking into his face. You've turned away from your wicked ways. You've turned away from pride. You've come before his throne. You've come to seek his face. You've come to know his ways. 
you've come to love him. So there's a progressive transformation taking place in you. And I want you to be aware of it. Get a journal, write these transformations, begin to celebrate it. You know, one of the transformations I began to notice happened to me. It was so simple. For example, I noticed that when I'm cooking and maybe I have cut all the veggies, a lot of veggies and everything is all good and perfect. And maybe I'm just turning away from the sink to pour my veggie into my pan and make my stir fry. Maybe I've poured it in and I mistakenly heat. You see that long handle? That long handle has created a lot of problems. <laughs> you know, sometimes the pan will just slide from the stove. It's crazy. Like you have done all the work in the kitchen. It's like the final thing and everything tumbles down. Sometimes it might be the meat. You've washed it and you're just ready to put it there and then something happens and it falls down. At least with meat, it's better. You can still wash it and put it in the fire. But things like veggies or something you finished cooking, you just trash it. And in the past, I would feel so bad. Oh, I would feel so much like a loser. But then when I began to notice my transformation take place was when such a thing would happen. And I'd be like, just very momentary be disappointed, but that was it. Like I became surprised with myself. And every time I check myself and I notice that I really changed, you know, or I break a glass. Oh, before that used to work me up so much. I will begin to clean it up. I'm worried about the little pieces that would be there. Somebody might step their foot on it. I might end up hurting one of my kids because of my carelessness. But now I'll just take my time and clean it so thoroughly. I won't even think of anything. I'll just carefully take my time and do it. All that to say that there is great reward in you celebrating your spiritual milestones. You are putting in great effort in your transformation. And I am cheering you on. And I don't want you to take it for granted. Because if you do not celebrate these milestones, the thief will come and deceive you that you aren't making progress. As long as you're not able to see these changes that you're making, the thief will come and steal very valuable investments, very valuable treasures from within you. You've worked hard for this. Put them to record. You see, the Israelites always forgot the works that the Lord did for them, the miracles they experienced. They forgot how close God was to them because they never recorded it. Scripture says that they forgot. So please take the time as you're fasting. Write down the things that the Lord is doing in your life. Write down the dreams. Yesterday, there were so many testimonies of dreams and revelations that have been coming through this fast. People are like every day having dreams. Sometimes they will just lay down a little bit and then they have a dream. They wake up, they lay down again, they have a dream. It's like the kingdom of God is just so open, pouring out. This is a mystery that is opening up to us. The heaven is opened above your head. The Lord is speaking to you. The Lord is changing you. The Lord is hearing your prayer. He said here 
then I will hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and heal their land. Your fasting is powerful to heal your land, to forgive your sins. Fasting has an effect on your nation. It's not just personal, but it's far reaching to your nation. So if as a people we're fasting and we're praying for God to do a mighty thing in America, do a mighty thing in your nation, wherever you're joining us from, whether from Mexico or South Africa or Mauritius or even in Peru, wherever you are right now, you can ask the Lord to heal your nation as you fast. These are the far reaching effects of fasting. It's a mystery that is revealed to you as a son and a daughter of God. I want you to take advantage of it. I want you to not leave anything on the table. Take every presentation of God's kingdom available to you. This is a heavenly buffet. This is an open door. This is a kingdom that is just pouring out on you. Take it. Run with it. Let every word that the Lord says concerning you come to pass. So in the mighty name of Jesus, I come in agreement with you that you aren't going to leave anything on the table. As you fast, you will choose to humble yourself before your God. I decree in the mighty name of Jesus that, Lord, you will begin to move in a mighty way in the one listening right now. As their face are turned towards you, I ask, oh God, that everything that they are encountering right now, because their face is towards you, that you will take care of the situations for them in the mighty name of Jesus, that you will address the situations that trouble them. You will heal their bodies and that you will set them free from every stronghold of darkness. As they turn from their wicked ways, that the evil one will have no access to them anymore. That door is shut in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, I ask that you will hear them from heaven. No matter how difficult that situation has been, no matter how long the duration of the waiting has been, Father, this is the day you answer them. This is the day you bring deliverance. This is the day you bring victory. This is the day that you change everything because you hear them from heaven, because you hear her and him from heaven and you forgive their sins. And you heal not just their lives, but their families and this nation in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we welcome every good thing you are doing in our nation. We say, God, come and heal our land. We say, God, come and raise a people who are focused on you, who are not turned to all the things happening around them. A people who believe you more than what's in the news. A people who believe you more than what is being promoted. A people who believe you. Father, we turn to you today. And we ask that you will come and heal our nation. Pour out such a blessing on our nation that our barns will not be able to contain. We ask that, Lord, we will live such true and genuine lives in Christ Jesus that men will be drawn to the Lord Jesus Christ. We ask, oh God, that you will hear us as we ask for deliverance for our loved ones. Father, we ask that you will keep us humble before you, that it won't just be a 21-day thing, but this will mark the entire year of 2023. We'll seek your face. We'll seek your kingdom. We'll seek to pursue your causes. We'll seek to serve you in spirit and in truth. We will seek to do 
the will of you who has sent us. This is your promise to us, your people. We receive it, we declare it, and we say it is done in the mighty name of Jesus. God is continually doing a mighty work in your life, and we are excited to rejoice with you. So please send us your praise reports, send us your testimonies, even your prayer requests. We are here praying for you and engaging God for your life, and we are grateful for the numerous testimonies that have been pouring in. And I want to throw this out to you so that you do not miss out on any of these blessings. I want to encourage you to go on and register for the Power with God conference, which will be taking place this month, the 21st to the 22nd. It's going to be a powerful time with your God it's not going to be a time of looking to man. It could be a time of seeing this very declarations of God upon Solomon become our declaration because we have a place prepared for you. We have messages prepared for you. We have worship prepared for you. We have an entire team prepared for you, praying for you for an overflow of God. And I decree to you, that the fire of God will come upon your life and consume everything that has stood in your way of healing, of deliverance, of breakthrough. The fire of God will come upon your altar because we have dedicated this entire event to him, this entire fast to him, this entire year to him. And you are a part of it. So do not stay on the outskirts. Come in. I may the blessings that enrich you without sorrow be your portion. May the face of God shine upon you. May his countenance be upon your life. May he bless you incredibly. And may he be your peace in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. I love you and I look forward to having another great time with you tomorrow. Do have a blessed day. Okay, bye now.